This is a story from Orkney Inga Saga, and it's about how Errol Rogvald Cully Colson got to be Errol. Now, St. Magnus, when he died, he had no heirs to his half of the earldom. He had no family. But his sister had been married to a Norwegian nobleman called Cole Callison, and they had a son called Cali Colson. Now, later, he would claim his half of the earldom, and he would take the name of Rogvald from a previous Earl of Orkney, Rogvald Bruceson, who was considered to be the most accomplished of all the earls of Orkney. Now, he sent messengers to Orkney to ask for his share of the earldom, but Paul the Silent said no. If he wanted a share of the island, he had to come himself and fight him for it. And an army was raised, and a fleet of ships was raised, and in 1135 they set off for Orkney. Now, Rogvald travelled to Shetland, while friends and kinsmen down in Scotland sailed up to Orkney, and the idea was that the two fleets would meet. But Paul intercepted the fleet from Scotland and defeated it, and then had time to head to Shetland and capture all of Rogvald's ships while his men were ashore sleeping. Well... This didn't end very well for Rogvald, who returned to Norway as a bit of a laughing stock. But he'd made friends in Shetland, and his father said that was a very useful and very powerful thing. Now, the next year he set off again, and they realized that they had to come up with a fairly cunning strategy in order to capture Orkney, because after that first fleet had turned up, and knowing that there would be another attempt, Earl Paul had had bonfires built on all the hills and all the high ground around Orkney. They still bear the name to this day, Ward Hill. The ward was the warning bonfire, and once one of those beacons was lit, then you would see it from another island, and you would light that beacon, and a whole chain of fire would spring up, and that would call all the men to arms. Now, the most northerly of these beacons was on Fair Isle. Fair Isle is part of Shetland, but it lies right between Orkney and Shetland, about halfway. Now, they, Rogvald's men landed in Shetland, and they had sworn as well, uh, again, Cole, his Rogvald's father, had said that if he wanted to claim his half of Orkney, he should call on his uncle, the Holy Saint Magnus, to be uh, part of this strategy. And he swore that he would build a fine stone minster in tribute and honour of his uncle, Magnus. 
it would be a fine cathedral built in Kirkwall. Well, the trouble was they were in Shetland, but how to get to Orkney without everyone knowing because of those beacons? Now the Fair Isle beacon was the key one. That would be the first that would be lit as they sailed down from Shetland. And so they had to do something to put it out of action. Now, Cole was a fairly cunning man, a very intelligent man. And he had an old friend with him, Uni. And Uni had a reputation as being as sly as a fox. And they said, well, we need to come up with some plan in order to put that beacon out of action. And so Cole had an idea, not something to get past the beacon, but something to stir up trouble and dissension among the chieftains in Orkney. So he set off with a group of ships, and when they got about halfway towards Fair Isle, near enough that people on Fair Isle could see the ships, what they did was they lowered the masts so that they were at half-mast, and then they rowed against the wind to try to keep the ship fairly stable, fairly stationary, so that it didn't go too near to Fair Isle, and then, very slowly, they raised the masts, so that on Fair Isle you would think that the ships were coming closer and closer, when in fact they weren't moving really at all. Now, when Dagfin, the man who was in charge of the beacon, saw this, he fired his beacon, and then set off to join Earl Paul in Orkney. Well, when Thorstein and North Ronaldsey saw the Fair Isle beacon lit, he lit his beacon as well, and then all the beacons spluttered into flame right across Orkney, and there was a great gathering of men. Now, when they got there and waited and nothing happened, then incrimination starts. They started blaming each other, and Dagfin from Fair Isle blamed Thorstein Ragnarsson from North Ronaldsey, saying that he had lit his beacon too early. How can you say that, said Thorstein? I lit my beacon because you lit your beacon first. And Dagfin denied this, and he said, I saw the beacon lit, and that's why I lit it, and a great argument struck out between the two. And there Thorstein dealt Dagfin his death blow. And then the two sides started to argue, and it looked like factions was going to start up, and they would start to fight. But some of the wiser chieftains there stopped them, and said, no, this is exactly what Rogvald wants. He wants us to fight between ourselves and not fight him. And so a new beacon keeper was appointed on Fair Isle, a man called Eric. And Eric sat there by the side of the beacon, watching, always watching to the north to see if there was any ships coming, a battle fleet. And then he would light the fire. 
Now, Cole returned back to Shetland and said to Uni, Now it's your turn. See what you can do. And so Uni selected three young men from Shetland, and they set off in a small boat, and they landed on Fair Isle. And Uni claimed that he was a Norwegian who was married in Shetland and had the three sons, and these were the three men that was with him, and that they were fishermen, and they had been out fishing when they were attacked and captured by Rogvald and his men in their ships, and they had taken from them anything that they had, and then let them go again. And Uni swore that he was no friend of Rogvald's. He would see that thief on the end of a rope, stealing from a fisherman. Well, the three young men said that they would carry on fishing, and the old man said that he would stay there on Fair Isle. And he was a charming man, and very funny, very good company. And he made friends with everyone on the island. Everybody liked Uni. And Uni used to like to spend time sitting chatting to Eric by the side of that beacon. Why do you sit here the whole time, Eric? said Uni. I'm an old man, and I have nothing to do. I'm sure you've got better things to do with your time than sit here. Why don't you let me sit at the beacon, and I'll watch for a while? Well, Eric said that that would be wonderful. He would love it if he would sit and watch while he went and did other things. And Uni said, oh, yes, he would be happy to sit there and to watch Keep an eye out to the north, in case that horrible wretch Rogvald turned up again with his men, those pirates, as he called them. And so, Eric, delighted, went off home, and Uni sat by the side of the beacon. It was like putting the fox in charge of the henhouse. And he went off and got buckets and buckets of water when he was alone and there was nobody there. He went backwards and forwards with bucket upon bucket upon bucket of water, and he soaked that beacon. He soaked every timber, every stick of that beacon was soaking wet. Well, the next thing that they knew was there was a battle fleet of Rogvald heading into sight. Quick, light the beaten beacon, they shouted, and Eric ran up to the beacon, and he expected to find Uni there, and he was going to shout to him to light the beacon, but there was no sign of the old man. He had flown. Well, they then turned and tried to light the beacon, but it wouldn't light. That beacon was absolutely soaking wet. There was no way that they could light that fire. And so Rogvald's battle fleet sailed right past them and straight down to the island of Westry. Now, Paul was on Rousey at the time, and he was staying with his friend Sigurd of Westness, and not only a friend, but a, a kinsman through marriage. Now, there was no way 
that his ships could sail to Westry because the tide was against them. Rogval had selected his timing very well, and there was no way that the ships could get up there, so they had to call a truce between each other and decide to meet to discuss terms. But that never happened, because a young chieftain called Sven Asleverson, who Paul had had outlawed the year before, he turned up unexpectedly and kidnapped Earl Paul, who was brought down to his half-sister Margaret, Margaret Hawkins' daughter, who had married Earl Modern of Athol. And there he was kept. But people said that his sister had him blinded and cast into a dungeon, where later he was murdered. Some said that Svein did the murdering himself.